0: everybody welcome back to another episode of the weekly driver podcast my name is James Raya I'm an automotive writer for Bay Area News Group which is the San Jose Mercury and the East Bay Times in Walnut Creek and I am the founder and senior editor of the which has been online now almost 20 years since 2004 uh, it's hard to imagine but that's what it is I uh, Every year now, for the past five or six, or maybe seven years, uh, my friend and co-host Bruce Aldrich and I have picked uh, cars of the year. And since we are in uh, mid-December now, we thought we would pick uh, the 2023 cars of the year.
1: These are ones that you've that we've both driven. Correct. Uh, we, which both, is quite a few, but
0: it's not all of them. Not all of them, but. Uh, Full reviews on uh, 37 cars this year, and I think we've both driven more than that, Uh, and there's some parameters. I I think it's best to pick cars of the year at the end of the year, and I think it's good to pick the model years of the corresponding year. So this is the end of the year, uh, and we're going to pick uh, top 10 2023 models at the end of 2023. Bruce and I always uh, make a little list. We don't disclose uh, each other's list uh, to each other um, until the podcast, which is kind of fun. And uh, Bruce, um, it was a pretty good year for cars, I think.
1: I think it was. A lot more electrics, of course. Yes. Uh, self-driving is still it's on the slide instead of on the up-
0: uptick. Yes, it is. Uh, I think you're right. We both. Uh, you didn't go to the LA Auto Show this year, but I did, and there was still quite an emphasis on electric vehicles and um some of the companies held individual uh presentations away from the show. Uh and it was a little bit um underwhelming this year, but there's reasons for it. As we discussed, some of the high end companies had their own um debuts and uh there was still quite an emphasis on EVs and uh, what the future may or may not hold, we don't know quite yet, but um there's some rules and laws coming into play. Uh, in then, not too distant future. Distant future, and uh, it's uh, all in flux. So well, well, like see. California mandates, you're talking about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's gonna. We'll see what happens. Um, so, Bruce, do you want to go um, in reverse order? Do you want to just go with the star right away? I think I have a hunch that we picked the same car as the car that we enjoyed the most this year. Do you want to go in reverse, or does it matter?
1: I think it doesn't matter because I didn't prioritize mine.
0: Oh, you didn't. Okay. So do you want to go first? But
1: you can do. You, you want to go first? I started with a Honda Civic R edition. Uh-huh. Now, the Civic R is really a kind of a unique vehicle. I mm-hmm. mean, it's an expensive Civic, right? Yes. So it's a very small market that's going to want those. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's it's for people who were maybe their parents are going to buy them a car. They want something a little more fancy than their basic Civic. Yes. Uh, they don't want to buy them a V8 Mustang or a camaro something Mm -hmm. like that but they can get sort of the same performance out of the civic type r Mm -hmm. it's got like 315 horsepower six-speed manual that's another thing i it caught my it's fun to drive with a six-speed There are not a lot of sticks anymore
0: that's true i think it didn't make my list but perhaps it should have because everything you said is is exactly right the Particularly with the final thing, you still get to drive a car with this six-speed manual, and that—that that means a lot if you—if you like to drive, you—you you get to drive, and it's a Honda, and um, it's
1: going to last. The price is ridiculous, but mm-hmm. maybe it's—it's it's cheaper than some of those other cars. Well, it's yeah, it's forty-four for a Civic. For, yes,
0: mm-hmm. for, yeah, for a,
1: starting true. in an R, so you can go up from there. And probably not a lot, but yeah, forty-four for a Honda Civic. That's that's up there, but it's a it's a u- pretty unique vehicle.
0: Yeah, and as you said, you can drive that car for fun. Little, oh, it's fun, fun, and you can drive it for twenty years if you chose to, right? If you that to. would
1: be the best way to do it, I think.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, well, that's a, certainly a good starting point. I will start with um, my number ten which was the 2023 BMW i7 Uh, X-Drive. It's a luxury, uh, performance, and economical, as far as BMW is concerned, uh, EV SUV. And uh, I think we both drove that car. I'm not a big BMW guy. I never have been. But that car, I got in, and I think you agreed. We, We drove it. We said we felt comfortable in it, had a lot to offer. And it's versatile. I mean, I don't know if it's a soccer mom car, but it it did have a lot to offer uh, for a BMW that oftentimes I think are overpriced and too stiff and um, just not all that special unless they're on the Autobahn. But this one, something about it, and I should have mentioned, some of these picks, for me at least, are kind of emotional picks. They're not based on every criteria lining up perfectly. There's Some, some of them are just based on emotion, and I, I really like that car.
1: I liked it, too. It was on my list. It, um, I believe the car that we drove was an i7 X-Drive 60. Yes. If I recall. That's correct. And so that's the all-wheel drive version. Yes. And it's uh, 0 to 60 in 4.5 seconds. So it's it's pretty fast. Yes. Uh, by electric standards, I guess it's not fast. But by gas standards, that's, that's a pretty good, especially for a, a big uh, sedan. Yeah. It had a lot going for it. It did. It was a very. It's a luxury car, and I we liked it way better than the gas car, right? Yes. Yes, we did. There's so much clunkiness and lag and noise these days uh, when you're hooking a gas motor through a multi-speed transmission. That's right. A lot of slop and lag. It just uh, the electrics are just there now.
0: I think I stumbled a little bit and said SUV when I meant to say sedan. Did you okay? So it's a sedan.
1: One thing that I liked when we looked at it, mm-hmm. uh, it had big wheels on it, mm-hmm. but it looked proportioned. Everything was nice, and then I get down and look, and those are twenty inches on that. Right. I'm thinking, you know, six five years ago, twenty inches were just ridiculous, huge. That
0: you know, aftermarket wheels. Right. And these twenty inches just looked normal. They did look normal. Your proportional is a perfect word. The car just. Um, I don't know. It exuded poise and um, class, and it it drove um, as it looked. It just was a really nice vehicle. I forgot what it cost. Maybe you wrote that down. I didn't write it down, but it was in sixty sixty thousand
1: range. Something. Oh, I, it's
0: got to be way more than that. Was I, more, I, I did more? not
1: check the the uh, sticker price. But okay, it's, sorry about it's, that.
0: It's, it's up there. It's up there.
1: Okay. Uh, next on your list, Genesis G ninety, which is a similar car, right? Yes. Except it's not electric.
0: That's right. It was on my list, by the way. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. The G90 is another, it's a full-size 7 Series BMW size or a uh, S-Class Mercedes, Mm -hmm. a flagship. Yes. And a little bit cheaper. Yes. And we liked it uh, better than the BMWs, and it's up there with the Mercedes. But, you know, it doesn't have the panache, so.
0: Yeah, I picked it as my second favorite car of the year. Everything you just said, plus uh, several of the reviews that I read um, gave it whatever you want to say, extra points, props, because sedans are a long-time mainstay of the automotive industry, and the G90 keeps that tradition of sedans uh, intact. It's a car that you want to be in. You want to drive it to LA and back. Um, It's plush. It's got a lot of features. (laughs) It's got a great guarantee. It's got a dog that comes along with it. Yeah. <laughs> got a barking dog. Uh, and uh, it's just a fine automobile. Uh, and, you know, the Genesis and the Hyundai and the Kias all have that uh, great uh, industry warranty, industry best warranty. Ten-year, $100,000, right? Uh, yes, indeed. And uh, everything about it I liked. There was one exception. It doesn't get great gas mileage, but maybe going in you kind of have to realize it's a big sedan and maybe it's just not... Capable You're not of. worried about it, I guess. I guess you're not worried about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I, I looked up that one. It just started at 89200
0: Right. And I think the one I had was this odd price of, well, odd. odd. It's just kind of hard to say. It was a $100,300. <laughs> right. a $100,300. But what a fine car. I mean, if, if somebody said, hey, what kind of sedan would you like? And that was your, if you had 100 k hard to beat that.
1: I bet you're in the in the auto shop a lot less than the BMW uh, and the oh, Mercedes good, boys.
0: Really good point. Okay, uh, since you mentioned that one, or did I mention that one first? You mentioned it first. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, let's see. I had two BMWs on my list. Surprisingly, I also listed uh, the BMW M8 Competition. It's a uh, nice, uh, sporty, um, represents BMW well. Again, it would be a car that I'd like to have on the open road, uh, not so much in town. But boy, if you just had to go somewhere and you could put up the tunes and you could put it on auto drive uh, and just drive for 400 miles, it would be a good choice.
1: Definitely, it's a car for people who like to drive and, yes. and you know, like a race car driver or something. When, yes. when he goes home, leaves the track, he would want a car like this. It's good, fast, good. responsive. Uh, for the average Joe, it's it's a little rough riding. It's mm-hmm. a little noisy. Mm-hmm. But
0: if you come from the track, that's that's good stuff. That's good stuff, right? It's a um, well. If you're a BMW fan going in, it represents BMW. What BMW used to be. Yeah, that's right.
1: Crisp paneling. Mm-hmm. All of sportiness. that sportiness.
0: So that was my number. Uh, that was my number eight car. So go ahead. You're you're up.
1: Uh I'll shift gears to um, good, good uh, analogy. Uh, shift uh, gears. Uh yes. <laughs> f- affordable uh SUV, the mm-hmm. Honda Pilot. Okay. That one has been around a number of years now. Let's see what I have on that one. Uh that one starts at thirty seven oh nine oh mm-hmm. and goes up to fifty two thousand. There's six trim levels now on those. That's right. Uh the um they all have the same motor, looks like. 285 horsepower V6, mm-hmm. 10 speed automatic. So they're pretty refined. Well, Honda's always been refined, but they're more up, up market than they used to be. With three rows that actually are usable. I did not look that up, but I assume mm-hmm. everything now kind of has to have a three row whether it's usable or not. Yeah. This, they can advertise three rows. It's a third
0: row that is isn't, I, I isn't for the little people in the Wizard of Oz. It's, you know, ad- adults can fit in Excer- in the, in the yes. back in the third row, so. But I've always liked pilots. They've
1: always seemed like they're right in there with the rest of the competition.
0: Very versatile, utilitarian. Um yeah, it's good looking as an good, SUV can look. It's good looking as an SUV. Unless can you look. get into
1: Range Rovers or something.
0: I had the Trail, the Trail trim this past week. Right? Was it called the Trailhawk? No, that's not right. The Trail, something Trail.
1: Yeah, there is a Trail Edition.
0: That's trail one edition. of the six. Yeah, that's the one I had. And, uh, all-wheel drive. Yeah, it was just it was really nice, really nice. Good choice, Bruce. Um, number seven for me uh, definitely falls into the category of based on emotion and um, in this, in this case, driving and riding experience, we both, uh, drove it. And it was the vehicle I went with in a, with another friend to LA and back for the LA auto show. And I was the passenger for 800 miles, let's say. And the car just, uh, was so comfortable and it performed so well. So old school, though. old school. And, um, I know we, what you're talking about. I think we were, we were laughing because we thought we were going to, you know, not have to eat for three days because we had filling up the tank a lot. But it was uh, 19.7 miles per gallon round trip from Sacramento to L.A. and back. We were surprised at that. And let's put it this way. My friend who drove um, likes to exceed the speed limit, (laughs) and he did. And, of course, that would cut into the gas mileage. But uh, the car was just thoroughly comfortable and performed perfectly and on interstate five where the
1: you're killing them you're what is kill, it uh, what are you talking about
0: uh, we went at one point more than 100 miles an hour uh for long stretches and so it was the cadillac escalade right yep and uh it was just it surprised me how much i liked it so
1: yeah the the week or two before you had the uh escalade r version i forget whatever the yes. the big motored um 600 plus horsepower Mm -hmm. supercharged motor yes that thing was fun a lot of fun yeah um they're big they're bulky looking they're but if you need the room you need to pull something there it's nice that they're available
0: yeah uh if you parallel park on a street you should park at the end because you're probably going to take up two spots you certainly like a pickup yeah you're like a pickup truck um Anyway, it made my list, and you know, somebody might say, geez, how could you pick an old car like that in this day? We're trying to do better with the environment, blah blah blah. And that's all well stated, but it was just a nice car
1: stress fee going down to LA and back though. Completely, 400 miles or so each way, yeah, not having to worry about plugging something in somewhere.
0: We we uh stayed uh at this hotel where you've stayed, I think, I'm not sure, but um it, the parking was fine it was inexpensive for downtown LA it fit in the parking lot uh there weren't any problems with um anything it just was a, a well it was a good occasion overall and the, the car made it a nice occasion
1: well I got another one was on my list that mm-hmm. made it. it was the uh also bad gas mileage the Ford Raptor
0: Oh yes, the F150 I re- Raptor. I
1: really like that mm. pickup truck. It's not for everybody again. It's the uh Oh, it's something on. It. It's over 400 horsepower. Mm-hmm. Uh specialty pickup. It doesn't tow a lot, doesn't uh carry a lot, but that's not what it's supposed to do. It's more like an, you know, an off-road racer. Yes. And that's a
0: that's a fun car. It's proved truck. Qu- quite popular. Um and it also um I don't know if it'll outperform every um, pickup truck, but it probably does, or is close to um, being the fastest Well, mainstream pickup truck.
1: I was looking at what the, we didn't have, mm-hmm. but what they also have is called the R version. Mm-hmm. It's a 5.2 liter V8. You know mm-hmm. how much horsepower that has? Mm-hmm. 700.
0: 700. No, we didn't have
1: that one. Yeah, so <laughs> yep. that one, if you want to step up, up the range a little bit. Now you're talking.
0: Only it's the the one that we did was only outdone by its bigger brother or bigger the, sister. The R, yeah, the but R. the
1: uh, the regular Raptor, seventy six thousand seven hundred and seventy five mm-hmm. starting. So it's it's a vehicle not for everybody.
0: No, it's up there, up in there
1: in the Lake Tahoe area in California. There's those things are running around all over the place. Good uh, winter ski car. Gotcha.
0: Well, uh, number six. Um, on my list, I guess I'm going to let the proverbial cat out of the bag. Uh, we we drove two. Lu- I drove two Lucids this year, uh, the Lucid um, Air and the Lucid Air Pure, and so the Lucid Air was my number six on the list. Um, we both very much appreciated Lucid. Uh, we just had uh, they're innovative. They're uh, perhaps a competitor on the horizon for Tesla. Uh, everything about the car, the engineering, the design of the interior, the materials used, its performance, its um, styling, everything about the car, I thoroughly enjoyed, and it's fast. And that was the one that was the base model with the hard top. Uh, so that was number six on my yeah,
1: list. Yeah, the Pure, it looks like, is the is the cheapo. Uh, I'm showing that it's starting around $74,000. Yes, what a car. Uh, yep. That's the big 7 Series BMW, mm-hmm. the S-Class Mercedes. They It seems
0: bigger than those, though I didn't directly compare them. What it's is that it's called? a big sedan. What is that called when I'm going to call them space engineers, people who have the ability to design the interior of a car so that it, it appears bigger than it is? Uh, or maybe it is bigger than it is, but uh, they just seem so spacious. They, from little cars that seem bigger. Um, when you get into a lot them, of
1: glass, a lot of light. Lot, the, the big uh,
0: open glass ceiling. Yeah. So that was number six. super uh, my, quiet, super fast. everything. Um, I don't th- don't think that the um, no disrespect for the people who were working with at lucid through the year, but uh, it's marketing uh, needs to be maybe a little bit more of a priority. i've I've mentioned lucid to a lot of people. What's that? Never uh, heard of them. never yeah. heard of them. So uh, maybe they have great plans. Uh, we, uh, another journalistic friend and I went to a luncheon uh, at Lucid in Newark, and uh, they presented some of their—they've streamlined the lineup for 2024. Uh, they have some very innovative things uh, going. So maybe the 2024 plans include some um, more detailed and more um, diverse or more extreme uh, marketing. So I think the, the public should know about that car.
1: Well, they have a the, a pretty extreme car available yes. too. The uh, I, I was looking the base price for the all wheel drive pure is seventy four thousand, mm-hmm. but you can go up to the Sapphire edition. Yes, two hundred forty nine thousand dollars.
0: Yes, that's right.
1: That's just extended uh, battery life. Mm-hmm. Um, more, hor- uh, they listed as uh, one thousand two hundred thirty four horsepower. Mm-hmm. Zero to sixty under under two seconds. Yes. So
0: we 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 uh we talked to We the need guys. to get that one next year. Uh, yeah, we need to we need to get that. They've delivered a few of those. Um apparently and as they're they're just kind of trickling out now. Uh we talked to the, some of the guys at that luncheon uh about that and uh the p- car purists, their are people are who can have that kind of money to spend or or really wanting that car cuz it just looks like it's spectacular. Uh, and the performance the performance so yeah a quarter million dollars no options no it's a quarter million dollars you get what you get and there are no choices to make um so that's that's on the horizon for uh for lucid
1: what do you got go for another one see if see if you match me okay another one uh i think number
0: five number five for me was the 2023 kia ev6 I'm a big Kia fan. I think they've done a nice job with that car. It's a new modern design, uh, economical value. Um, again, Kia has the great warranty. Um, they're just stepping out a little bit with the design with um, it's not a cookie cutter car, and I just thought it was a, a good value for for a car, of course, still people say, sometimes they'll ask, maybe they ask you as well, what kind of car? Have you ever looked at Kia or Hyundai? Oh, I would never buy a South Korean car. Well, you might take another look. I agree. And when you get in them, you, you
1: wouldn't know you're really in an electric car Mm-mm. until you put your foot down. Yes. And the so, responsiveness, yes. Big
0: positive for me on that car.
1: Yeah, you can get them in uh, rear-wheel drive or all-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. They have a new fancy called a GT now. Oh, okay. It goes up to $61,000. Dec- That's 2024 okay. models, uh, vegan. They all have vegan syntax, syntax. Yeah, seating. No, no, le- no
0: leather available. No leather available. It's, well, it's that's, vegan. That's okay. I knew a guy years ago who was very much into that. Except for in his car, he had leather seats. You know, he was always espousing uh, his beliefs on uh, animal rights and so forth. And then, but he had a le- he had leather yep, in his car. <laughs> um, so that was my choice at number five. I would go next
1: to another uh, electrical, but not full, and that would be the Prius.
0: And yes. I,
1: I hate to say that I'm even speaking those words because I've never been a big fan of a Prius. Yes. Uh, unless you're commuting to work 40 miles a day or something, and yeah. then gas mileage is number one, and one through 10 criteria, then that, that's a good car. But uh, now the doggone things look good, and you can get them in four-wheel drive. Yep.
0: You yeah, know, it's on oh. my list too, Bruce. It's on my list, so they're, we think alike. They're
1: inexpensive in the electric world? Yes. And boy, what's not to like? The Up to 57
0: MPG combined? Yeah, it's really something. Yeah. Isn't? And plus, new design, none of that um, terrible split window when you're looking out the rearview mirror in the old ways which just cut your vision in half with that horizontal line. They've, they've got rid of that. Uh, the new design looks like a real car it's not a, a space vehicle or anything it just looks sharp and uh yeah i how, think i gotta sell a lot of those things how can you go wrong with 57 miles per gallon um i was looking
1: at the price on those they start at 27 650 and go up to 36 so a gosh. top end or a bottom end is a ten thousand dollar difference so
0: cheap the top end is cheaper than the average price of a new car and you know there you go so that's boy how do you get any better than that so good, I'm glad we both, I, I thought the same yep. thing. I said, uh, I'm, a- I'm picking a Prius on this list. That's <laughs> A Prius. Yes, but it, it, it deserves it. Um, you pick the next two. All right. So uh, number four for me was the Hyundai Ioniq 6. Another um, new design for a car. Again, we're in the Kia, Genesis, Hyundai area of innovation, uh, acceleration, uh, 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 economical car, well-designed, um, everything about the car I really liked. So the Ionic uh, 6 was for me, it's I-O-N-I-Q, by the way. Um, the neighbor has one. Uh, I see her in it all the time. It just looks really nice going down the road and she swears by it. She was a BMW driver and they went to the this car and she said she likes it as much as the Beamer she used to have. So that's that's my number. I think so.
1: And, and a lot of it, like we were kind of mentioning before, was it's just the new electric drive trains just mm-hmm. seem superior. Superior. You don't get as much. Obviously, it, <laughs> there is no idle, but in idle, there's no yes. vibration. You don't know anything's going on because
0: essentially there isn't anything going on. <laughs> That's
1: right. Uh, they're just, it's a smooth. Any electric vehicle, but these are well-made.
0: These are well-made. And uh, here in Sacramento and maybe in other areas, you can have... Uh, you get a vast discount if you have your utility company. Uh you can purchase a charging home charging unit for next to nothing. And um that's the way to go, I think. Uh I forgot what the range is on that. But I think it will Three twenty six was three ten, I 310? think. Three ten, okay. So three ten. Gotta, gotta be around there, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's that. And uh number three, uh again in the same area was the uh, twenty twenty three Genesis G V seventy SUV. Um Liked everything about it. Again, I'm repeating interior, exterior, uh, the way it drove, um, economy, performance for an SUV was up there. I think it got some of the major publication uh, SUV of the year awards, maybe even vehicle of the year from some. I I just didn't see any downside to that car at all. I liked everything about it. It's
1: an upmarket
0: Hyundai, right? Yes. the The new Genesis lineup, they have seven or eight cars now in Genesis lineup and it's the, um, I don't think I drove that one. Seventh year of Genesis now, believe it or not, it's gone by pretty fast. So they started with two cars and now they have, uh, I want to say eight, but it could be seven, eight cars in the lineup, uh, for Genesis now. And they have their own standalone, um, brick and mortar showrooms. And, uh, they're really getting to be, I still, again, people say, what's a Genesis? Isn't that a Honda? Well, it was, I mean, that was the trim of a, of a Hyundai uh, and now it's its own, its own deal. So getting, nothing they got, but a, praise.
1: they got all the tech and all is like a Lexus,
0: mm-hmm. all it's that. Like the
1: Japanese. They got all the
0: tech in there. You could ever want. Don't see any side. I haven't seen any downside at all to any Genesis. That either the two of us have driven or I've driven and all the other re, uh, auto reviewers, you know, big praise for them. So uh, I only have two left on my, I list. have no more. So, okay. Two left on my list. Uh, I'll go through them quickly. Uh, uh, number two is another Genesis. Uh, believe it or not, it was the the. Uh, did we discuss the Genesis G90? Maybe I'm getting my list off, uh, or I don't know if we discussed that or not. But uh, I believe we did. Okay, that's uh, so. I'm repeating that one. That's okay, and I'm saving the best for the last. We already discussed it's it's um, less expensive sister or brother, it, but mine is the Lucid Air Pure. Um, that's the one that has the open the open roof line, and again, we covered all those bases, but just the way the car looks, you're sitting in it, you you can look up into the stars all day long or the sun all day long, and it just has this wonderful feel about it. It's designed well. It drives... drives like a big,
1: heavy car because it is. Because it is. But, but in a good way. In a good way. It, and, they don't float and bob and weave like no. uh,
0: big, heavy cars of yore. It was one of the cars that we had that um, several friends... Who were not car people on any level got in the car and say, "Boy, I like this car. You know, this is a car I would buy." Whether they have the uh,
1: interiors all unique as well.
0: Oh yeah, everything about it is nice. The the infotainment center, the way it's positioned, the way you sit in the car. There wasn't any downside to that car as far as I can I'm concerned. The price. The price point. So, <laughs> that's um, that's where we stand. Let me let me just go through uh some of the list again real quick. I'll go through mine. Uh, Number 10 was the BMW i7X Drive, uh, drive 60. Uh, number 9 was, oh boy, I have them out of order here, but it was the Toyota Prius, uh, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, number 8 was the BMW M8 Competition. Number 7 was the Cadillac Escalade. Uh, number 6 was the Lucid Air. Number 5 was the Kia uh, EV6. Number 4 was the Hyundai Ioniq 6. Uh, number three was the genesis gv70 number two was the genesis g90 and number one was the lucid air pure we didn't
1: talk about uh, my little honda civic r but i don't think there's any uh one through ten we're all over the boat on this yeah, from yeah from so- semi-economy cars to
0: high-end luxury cars you could just say 10 good cars for the year right sure um by the way it's the, i think it's my 16th year uh Several with you, five or six with you, and 16 uh, years of reviewing uh, end-of-the-year cars. I've had uh, the website for a long time now, but it's fun. What's really fun for me is to go back and to see some of the early, from 2005 or six when I did the first list, Honda is, uh, some Honda is on every list for 16 years, which, you know, for from what I uh, have experienced, you can't go wrong with any Honda, Some more than others. Some are better than others. Some of the Honda Fit was on several years a list of years, and it's no longer made. But um,
1: well, we don't talk much about uh, resale or no, you know, longevity, durability, and obviously the Honda has all of those.
0: Yeah, I think if you go to sell a used Honda and you've kept kept it in good shape,
1: Cadillac Escalade
0: not so much. Not so much. But uh, boy, I did. Um, this past year, uh, sell my mom's a Honda Accord and, uh, it was 13 years old and she drove it not very often and it was in pretty good shape. I got it detailed and had a a couple little, you know, minor dings here and there, but the interior was spotless and boy, it it was, people just wanted that car right now. It had 60,000 miles on a 13 year old Honda Accord. It sold pretty fast. It'd Uh, make you wonder how much a, uh. Oh, uh, a Genesis or a Kia with those same stats would have. You wonder, are they coming around? Do they have any resale value yet? Mm, I don't prob- know. Probably not, but maybe, maybe someday they will. Um, so that's our list for um, 2023. Uh, we'll just say uh, 10 vehicles we liked uh, that were sh- uh, shined in some way uh, out of the 37 uh, that we reviewed, and we want to uh, remind people that um, they can read all of these reviews uh, on the theweeklydriver.com. Uh, uh, again, it's been online since uh, 2004. And all the cars are listed there. Plus, we have commentaries. We have uh, some videos. We have uh, different things about breaking news. For example, um, Tesla recalled two million cars today. So there's news like that, uh, breaking news as we can report it. But it's just a good independent uh, website I've had now for coming up on 20 years Uh, thanks for joining us uh, for this episode of the weekly driver podcast bruce and i will continue the podcast in 2024 we're uh soon to arrive at 300 episodes and we're i guess we're pretty happy about that uh, we'll see you next week